0: Welcome everyone. Today on Housing Wire Daily, I'm joined by senior mortgage reporter Bill Conroy to talk about the current housing recession and what experts he talked to think the Fed might do next on rates. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Since
1: 2015, Finance of America Mortgage and their skilled, award-winning mortgage advisors have helped over 450,000 customers closing more than 134 billion in loan volume. Licensed in all 50 states, plus Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, Finance of America Mortgage is backed by best-in-class lending technology and a wide range of innovative mortgage products that can help turn any borrower into a customer for life. Want to join an award-winning team and elevate your business? Visit www.joinfamtoday.com forward slash housingwire to learn more. Finance of America Mortgage LLC is licensed nationwide. Equal Housing Opportunity. NMLS ID number 1071. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Equal Opportunity Employer.
0: Bill, welcome back to the podcast.
2: Hello, how are you doing?
0: I am doing great. Wow, is it a big week for Fed watchers. Um, And that's what I wanted to talk to you about since you just wrote a story on on what we're expecting. This is being recorded on Tuesday, but you know, it will come out on Wednesday. And we know that we have the big Fed meeting on Wednesday. So tell us a little bit about what Fed watchers are expecting what we should be expecting on Wednesday.
2: That's just it. We got to tune in and see because, uh, you know, every every time uh, we think we got it right, we, we can g- get surprised. But the consensus uh, is pretty much that we're going to see at least a 75 basis point uh, jump. And, you know, there's some outliers that think it, it could be as high as a full percentage point. But those are definitely the minority, uh, the minor- minority outlook right now. Uh, mostly because you know, rate, jacking rates too high too fast can have you know uh, kind of a blowback effect that that you know isn't desirable either from the Fed's perspective in fighting inflation, and definitely not from the perspective of folks in the housing market. Um so you know that's like back to back 75 basis point uh, increases uh, basically because inflation came ran, came in a little hotter than expected that's that's why um uh, you know the market analysts are expecting the fed to, to be uh, aggressive this time around and then there's two more meetings or two more possibilities yet uh, november december for further rate hikes and i guess you know nobody is really certain how that's going to go, but uh, at least Goldman Sachs thinks those are going to maybe come in at at fifty basis points each. But that can change. I mean, we we don't know for sure what we're going to see on uh, 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 to Wednesday when when the rates uh, um, are announced by the Fed. That that's that's kind of I don't I don't know how to say. It. It's like it's like a football game. Everyone you know puts their bets on who they think is going to win, but that's why they play the game, right? You got to find out. <laughs> so we're going to see.
0: Also, you know if, if they do go the whole hundred basis points, I mean that has a, its risks too, which you covered um, with Diane Swank.
2: Yeah, yeah, basically too much tightening too fast you know uh, it can can actually you know uh, hurt the economy a lot and that's what the the Fed is, is is trying to to you know guide this in for you know the so-called soft landing. Um, and no one really knows what that looks like, but I've seen projections for, uh, you know, if you want to look at the unemployment side, just to give you a pictures, you know, uh, four and a half percent. And we're at, you know, that's another, you know, we're at what three and a half, three, seven now. So we're going to, we're going to see more, more pain next year, but, but If you put it into historical context, you know, rates uh, last week from uh, at least the 30-year rate was at 6.03, and we'll get that the new new one announced. It looked like this morning they were, you know, expecting to uh, maybe bump up even a little more. But we'll we'll see tomorrow because Freddie announces, you know, their primary market mortgage market survey on, on Wednesday, I believe. But the point is, you know, rates are uh, right around 6%. And, you know, in a, you know, a normal economy, at least in my years earlier, uh, for, for, for years, the 5% unemployment was considered kind of a normal or functioning economy. And we've been, you know, well below that. We're running really hot on unemployment that's helping to fuel inflation. Um, Uh, These are real jobs. These are people's lives. But but, you know, inflation, the the downside of letting inflation run away is that a lot more people get affected than, um, you know, uh, would be the case if you raise rates to slow the economy down. The the side effect is unemployment. And it's the soft landing is just that. It's how you define it. But if we end up, you know, below five percent unemployment rates around you know, five to six percent. Hopefully, they they stabilize somewhere, maybe in, in that range. You know, we've we've had an economy like that before, right? Before this this one uh, flamed up uh, uh, and, and it got so hot. So uh, it's possible we'll get there. But if, if you ra- if you raise the rates too fast, you know, you're gonna you know have a, a blowback effect that could you know. You raise unemployment a lot higher than you want it and slow the economy a lot more than, than what's necessary and, and you you have a hard recession right so that's what we're trying to avoid and we'll see I mean it's it's anybody's guess I mean at the same time the Fed is <clears throat> raising rates to fight inflation they're also pulling out of the mortgage-backed securities market you know they have about a 2.7 trillion dollar stake in that they haven't been selling them. Right. In, uh, but they so far, but they have been letting them roll off their balance sheet. That's having an effect on liquidity in the secondary market. So you got all these, 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 you know, this, this is a brutal environment, let's be honest. There, there's not I'm looking for some upside. The upside is when it ends, you know, which is, you know, when the Fed finally s- stops, you know, this current round of, of increases, rate increases, um, hopefully short of a, of a really bad recession. Hopefully, if anything, just a mild recession or no recession. Although I, I think we got to admit we're, we're, we're kind of cruising towards some type of a recession. Um, and, you know, at that point with, with rates high, the Fed has some ability to lower them. And, you know, talking to, to some folks in the market, I mean, that's like restarting the engine, right? So if those that can survive and hang on through this cycle, and, and, and again, I, I, I have no clue. And I, I don't think most people really would say they know for sure when this cycle is going to end. But the Fed was hopefully going to stop the rate hikes by the end of the year. And the Federal Open Market Committee, that's the, the, the Federal Reserve Committee that, that you know, deals with the rates um, if they lifted the federal funds rate by a full percentage point um which again they're not likely to do it's likely to be 75 that would bring us to a target range of 3.25 to 3.5% on the federal funds rate you know at 0.75 just you know back out you know 25 basis points you know, and, and if they adopt two more 50 basis points increases by the end of the year, you know, that does get us to, you know, the four and a half percent range. Um, and, of course, mortgage rates are going to be higher than that. It's going to that that increase is going to, you know, push up the mortgage rates. Um, and we're at 6.03 today. So, yeah, we're, we're, we just don't know where. The Fed's going to stop for sure, but let's assume they stop at the end of the year, and we can settle rates down around six percent on thirty-year rate. Um, you know that that probably is a manageable economy once we get there and stabilize. And then the Fed has the opportunity if if we are slow uh, slow uh, to, to, to start lowering rates. Um, that. We'll kick up the housing market again, the refi market. I mean, anybody stuck at a six percent rate, you know, even half a point, you know, at a, on a very high value home, which many of them are now, just the way home prices have appreciated, you know, will be very interested in refiing. So it's those who can hang on. Like most downturns, it's the, the ones that were prepared or or have the ability to to hang on through it and and make moves during it that come out ahead after it. And that's what, that's what I think we're looking at here. Um, So as far as the housing market, um, that also means this will lead to some softening in price, at least price appreciation, that's already happening. Um, Nobody really thinks we're going to see what we saw earlier, uh, you know, 15 years ago when, when the market values just crashed and actually people ended up underwater. That's not really in the cards, Um, you know, absent, you know, some, you know, climate change event that we don't see coming, the, you know, because these are, we have well underwritten loans. Um, we have a shortage of housing. Uh, I mean, millions of homes short of what we need. That's what's driving rental prices up. That in in the, the high value homes, you know, so it's kind of a, a feedback loop. And, and in a way, the higher rental prices were a big component of, of the inflation reading this, t- this last time. So, uh, you know, as you raise interest rates that, you know, Drives more people to the rental market, and that you know supply and demand that raises rental uh, prices, and so we've been seeing seeing some of that that go on. So at some point, there's a magic number where the interest rates work to curb inflation, and we start to get back in balance at least in the housing market. But other than that, you know, uh, you know, hunker down because uh, you know everyone I'm talking to. Kind of it, whether it's in the primary market or the secondary market, it's been rough. I mean, the bright spot probably is is home equity lending, right? And HELOCs because there's a lot of equity tied up, and if and people that can figure out how to tap that or convince owners, homeowners, that it's 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 time to tap into some of that, um, you know, they're going to have some business. But otherwise, it, it there's a lot of Grim news out there, I'm sorry to say.
0: Well, you know, you've covered um, when the Fed's beige book came out, um, I think it was last week. You know, you you looked into like each individual market and all, all of those 12. I mean, we know that housing is already in a recession, right? And I think that the beige book really just highlighted that
2: right right i mean the 12 districts which cover the whole country i mean every it reports on every district somebody they say something about what's going on with with the the housing market in their in their region every one of them uh it, it, the the market it has cooled you know um high interest rates have cooled home buying demand you know leading to fewer closed sales uh you know that that's going on you know across the country so and and i think we just in some ways haven't seen the, the, the real impact of that yet. Um, and, and, you know, at least maybe the media hasn't, but it, it's there and it's, it's the, that means the, the, the feds efforts to, to kind of, at least on the backs of the housing market in some ways to, to curb inflation are probably starting to work. I mean, uh, you know, the the first thing is, you know, if housing prices do come down enough to at least kick up s- some more purchase volume or, you know, kickstart, you know, housing starts. And we had some good news on that front today that it, it you know, appears maybe longer term anyway, the We'll, we'll see some more new housing. You know, that that's the first step. That that also then helps to m- mitigate rents. That That is a big component of inflation. So we just got to get on the right side of the interest rate curve here. <laughs> that's what we're looking for.
0: Well, I think that, you know, it's the combination of the rising home prices and the interest rates. So, you know, one of the stories that we've been covering in different ways at different times is like, you know, you have a home buyer who could afford a $500,000 loan at, you know, X amount of uh, X interest rate. As as interest rates have gone up, now they can afford less. But I mean, that home is just, you know, the home prices haven't come down as as high, you know, as fast as we would have thought. So they're still growing in many places. Now the growth rate is slowed, but it's not like, oh, we're seeing home prices just fall across the board. And so now that's sort of um, you know, uh equal equalizing out the the rise in interest rates. And so, you know, the fact that we had those rising home prices, the only way, the only reason that Worked for many people is because they did have such historic low rates, so that's why we're just in that conundrum right now.
2: Right, yeah. If you're sitting on one of those three percent or below um, interest rates, you have no incentive uh, to refi for sure, and little incentive to sell because anything you got to buy is going to, you know, be twice the interest at twice the interest rate. So your buying power is, you know, cut in half that way or at least based on the interest rate, um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, there are, there are going to be some folks that need to move regardless or, 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 you know, money isn't the primary concern and they're willing to, you know, deal with a little higher payment, but, and and knowing maybe later they can refi, um, which historically has been the case. I mean, if even if you get in on rates now at, at the six percent, when rates go down, you, you know, you it makes sense, and you have the opportunity to refi and lower your 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 mortgage uh, monthly mortgage payment. That's the way the housing market works, um, and you know it's 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 long. It's a long cycle, but it, it, this, we're, we're in the down cycle and we get through it, we start moving up. So, um, you know, to offer any optimism, that's all I can say is, you know, but it does look like we're into this well into next year. Um, and, and that starts to strain folks who are already liquidity challenged. Right. And we've seen the impact of some of that, um, you know, with, with some mortgage lenders, but, you know, um, I would argue that, especially the non-banks, so far have proven to be far more resilient than maybe a lot of people expected. Uh, some of that is because you know they've they've had access to other liquidity channels like um, mortgage servicing rights and so forth, and you know some of them, you know, uh, you know, wisely were were you know well uh, you know had had the reserves or have the reserves to ride some of this out. Um, it's still we still got a little ways to go, so we'll see um, how how it ends up in the next several months.
0: We we are seeing to your point a lot of resiliency, and I know that um, uh, one of our other reporters is working on a story about how LOs are really, you know, finding business and doing business in this what we're calling a mortgage rate lockdown. We're not completely into that yet, but just what you said is like people who are locked in low rates, they're not they don't have incentive to move, which means you have low inventory, which means you know, and and people are worried people are worried to list their house because what are they going to buy and all that. So, but you know, we've, we've seen people um, be really creative. Rocket launched a a program uh, to lower first year mortgage payments. So I thought that was really interesting that they um, they're taking a percentage off a whole uh, one full percentage point for the first year of the loan. So kind of like, Hey, get into it. And then, you know, we kind of get past this period and let's see what it looks like, you know, a year from now. I think that that was a very, Interesting move to do, and and I hadn't seen that before.
2: Yeah, I mean, innovative financing tends to crop up in periods like this, um, and you know that can be really smart, and it can also bite you if 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 you bet wrong. Um, And and you know, there's no way of knowing at this point, uh, um, but you still got to stay in business, right? So you got to, and to stay in business, you got to you got to come up with some solutions, regardless of the environment. So, we'll, yeah, I expect we'll see more of that. Um, you know, I, I do think that, you know, there's trillions of dollars in untapped home equity. I, I, I think, you know, folks that, that are sitting in these 3% loans, I'm one of them, right? I mean, this is the time you start looking at home improvements, right? Um, to increase the value of your home when you do sell, when rates are at a point where you can sell. Um, and you have the equity to do it. So, you know, you'll get it back. You know, you'll get it back if you make the right home improvements when you sell. So I I think that that market is is not everyone is in it. It was you know it's it's a it's a little different market than you know uh, straight uh, originations on purchase loans or refis, but it's it's definitely it's definitely there, Um, and we are seeing it take off based on uh, some of the reports that monitor it for sure. Again, I the the Fed we're going to deal with the Fed raising rates tomorrow and wednesday um and we're going to see two two more bumps this year and hopefully they're through by then. hopefully by you know next year they they've settled where they want and inflation is 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 nipped it's at least receding but we don't know and that's the hardest part of this market is not knowing where the end is
0: it is really difficult especially for people in housing trying to trying to tailor their business to what's coming. But Bill, so appreciate you.
2: Can I add one more thing? As as important as the rate bump tomorrow, which, which, you know, everyone's going to be paying attention to is after that is Powell's press conference. Where he's going to give some indication of what, you know, normally you read the tea leaves of where the Fed is headed going forward with, with their um, plan, you know, their monetary policy, put it that way. Um, that's as important as what the actual number is tomorrow. So um, I think you, you'll you'll see a lot of reporting around that as well um, after, after the press conference. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to be at the um, New England Mortgage Bankers um, Association their their conference, and they're going to stream it live, um, and then have uh, you know people talk about it afterwards. So I'm really excited about that, um, and we'll be doing some reporting on that myself. Uh, Logan Motoshami, our lead analyst, is also going to be there for that. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see not only what they do, but what they say, and uh, you know, read the tea leaves after, as, as you said.
2: It's anyone's bet at this point. So again, I go back to, the, to I, sports metaphors are can be awful, right? Like everyone uses them, but they, they're so apt sometimes. It's like, you know, we got to play the game, the projections and the forecasting and what have you. It's like, let's see what happens tomorrow. It's a big day for the market in a lot of ways.
0: We will be watching and we'll uh, appreciate your reporting on this and your continued reporting on this. So Bill, thanks so much.
2: Glad to be here.